0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians, the podcast. Today, we have another episode of our interview series called UNCOVER. UNCOVER stands for Understanding the Needs, Challenges, Opportunities, Vision, and Emerging Roles in the Black Horse Community. Today, we have Demetrius Sanders. Demetrius is an employee of the Department of the Interior, more specifically the Bureau of Land Management. And more specific than that, he represents the Wild Horse and Burrow Program. He is a Wild Horse and Burrow Specialist, which means he protects, manages, and adopts out wild Mustangs and burros that are federally protected in 10 Western states. He is joining us today to speak on that program and to speak on how he got into horses and his journey to this federally funded program that's supporting horses all over the nation. So, welcome. Demetrius Sanders. You are listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast with your hosts, Abreana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch.
1: Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, My name is Demetrius Sanders. I am a Wild Horse and Borough Specialist for the Department of Interior Bureau of Land Management. I'm actually based in uh, Flowood, Mississippi. And we cover the 13 Southeastern States District Office for uh, protecting and managing Wild Mustangs. So I, I am a retired veteran. I did 20 years in the United States Navy. I was born and raised in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I grew up here, left. I graduated high school in Aiken, South Carolina, joined the Navy. Came back, um, worked at the casino for a minute, and I had horses before I left. And when I got back, after I retired at the Navy, got back into the horse business, and that drove me to seek a job doing something I love. And I was blessed to come across this job as a Wild Horse and Burrow Specialist, and I've been doing it for about 14 months now. And um I love it. And uh I tell people, you know, all the time that they engage with me in the public, uh find something that you love, you're passionate about, and I'm passionate about horses. I love horses and um and I just love what I'm doing. So that's pretty much how I got into the business and
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. So what what is one of the um or how has being a minority in your field um you know either coming through the military to to where you are now how is that how is that giving you a different perspective on what you see and what you work with
1: well to say i am the only african american on my team there is a team of seven of us and um, you know, every like I said, I'm a diversified person. I bring a different flavor, as you would say, different ideas, <laughs> to more than, you know, to what people are more accustomed to, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, believe it or not, uh, this program is ran by a black woman out of Oklahoma. She's uh, she's what? pretty high up. Uh, her, her name is Holly Waddell. She's she's like. She's one of the top women in this program. She's out of Oklahoma district. Um, but um, it pretty much, um, you know, there, there are different things, you know, you see different things you'll come across. You know, there is no racism because they, you know, they pretty much welcome me in the program. And, you know, I had to jump right into it. But for my perspective, um. When I go to different programs, like I go to different states, you know, I really don't see a lot of us as minorities that really come out, you know, Mm -hmm. I can probably count on all my hands, fingers, and toes
2: Mm -hmm. how
1: many African Americans I've seen in events. And I'm hoping that by us connecting with you all, that we can kind of like reach that small minority population and uh, let them know what's out there right. and what's going on as far as horses and what opportunities that can arise. And maybe yeah. people are looking for something to do and they don't know where to go. But, you know, I feel myself as a new avenue of reaching communities, helping with the public, you know, in right. that perspective.
0: Right, right. And do you think it's because, or do you think people don't attend because they simply don't know about it, or because they're not interested.
1: Uh, I think a lot of people don't know because um,
0: right.
1: when you um, when people come up to us in the public, they say, "I I didn't know this existed." That's the first answer they hear because we do do um, radio mm-hmm. uh, teleblast, as you know, as promotion through the radio. Send out flyers to the local tractor supplies try to reach out to local farmers or, you know, like, uh, what you call those, um, feed stores? Any yeah. way we can get the word out. And right. most of our people, most of our, our doctors or our customers that come up or people that just want to see Mustangs, see, they have never heard of the program. Yeah. And so, um, and they, they, they'll tell you, um, a lot of people say I never knew that position even uh, existed. You know, so
0: yeah. Honestly, I didn't either uh, because
1: mm-hmm. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean the the Bureau of Land Management. Period. Like I didn't even know that that mm-hmm. was that was a thing, which is which is awesome. I mean, when I was doing some research on it, it, it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. It has its mm-hmm. complete function. So I was mm-hmm. it, that was pretty cool. Um, yep. And it's not just about, horse, well, the Bureau of Land Management is not just about, mm-hmm. like, the horses. It's kind of about sustainability and, you know, protection of yes. the land uh, and the creatures mm-hmm. on it. Yep. So, so I thought that was pretty we,
1: cool. We're, yeah, we're all about maintaining uh, healthy animals on and maintaining, sustaining a public range land and public lands. Yeah. That's what it's all about it's yeah kind of like balancing each other out
0: mm-hmm. right right so yeah. um i guess we can talk a little bit more about that program i first wanted to mm-hmm. ask because i know a lot of people will say why why are these mustangs being you know captured and sold oh, or given away sold away you know what why are they wow. being taken from their their?
1: Right. Okay. I'm glad you asked that question. All right. Basically, as of today, March 1st, we 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 have a na- nationwide. I mean, out out west, mm-hmm. all ten western states, there's approximately about 90,000 wild horses and burros
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you know are roaming free. They're on government lands and they're being protected federally. Okay basically what happens is when there are numbers, each each herd, they, they have what they call HMA. Those are called herd management areas, okay? Mm-hmm. And each state has an HMA. And um, when that, they have a, what they call a allowable management level. When that number gets above that allowable management level, we have to go in and do what they call a gather.
2: Mm-hmm. People
1: call them roundups back in the day, but we call them gathers. They're scheduled, they'll 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 meet, they have a briefing and they're going to target a specific amount of numbers to bring the numbers back down to a management level. So, basically if you have too many horses or burros in one area, they're going to either starve themselves to get to death by eating themselves off the range or they're going to be in competition with the local wildlife or the local cattle ranchers who may be having cattle. So we have to go in, remove so many horses to bring the number down so the herd can be healthy and the ecosystem can be healthy and it can sustain uh, the amount of horses that's in, or burros that's in the area. Now, sometimes we have to go in and to remove nuisance animals. They probably went outside their range and they destroy a property, so we have to go in and remove those animals. And once those animals are removed, it's our job to uh, put them in good homes. And that's a very tedious process of screening applicants on that process <clears throat>
0: right, right? Yeah. Are the, now, are I, the horses I, protected like like once they go to a new home, do you follow their progress? Are they still yes. protected as an at the new home?
1: Yes, I could take you through that process. So how that happens, once the horse is uh, gathered off the uh, range, it will be freeze mark. There is a brand going down the left side of his neck and it's called a freeze mark. And it's basically equal to like the social security number for us.
2: Right.
1: We have a system called alpha angle code and each angle on that's branded on that horse neck represents a number. Well, we'll decode that number and type it in our system. It'll give us the life history of the horse, where it's been, when it's captured, and all that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, once that okay, once the horse is sent to us, we'll do our adoption application. We will screen the applicants. I mean, we would type their name in, mm-hmm. see if they adopted before. If they have, then you know they're good. And once the horse is gone, to we would do a phone interview within like maybe two or three months after the horse is gone, we'll do a phone compliance check. Mm-hmm. And then we do a compliance check on the actual horse. So, and when the horse is um, at the year mark from the, the time the horse was adopted, they will be eligible to get the official title paperwork for the horse. Which would look like a graduation diploma. It'll have the horse's name, the owner's name on and it's officially their horse. But oh. up to their year, yeah, but up to their year, they have to maintain their horse. They have to keep it fed. They have to let us know if they move the horse. If it's going to be moved more than 30 days, they have to notify us. And they cannot sell or trade their horse unlawfully, because if they do, there will be criminal penalties involved right we are and right now i could go on record saying we do have a case going on in florida right now it's a big thing you probably can look online it's um it happened in tampa bay so you know but we're actually prosecuting people that actually unlawfully transfer horses to kill buyers and we do not and i will repeat we are not uh intending to slaughter animals we are not Shooting animals, right? To bring the numbers down. That's not what we do. And we do recover animals, and I do seize animals. I have done it recently.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yeah.
3: Uh, yes. Okay. So I have ended up with um, a Mustang, and he has a freeze brand on him. I clearly okay. cannot read it because I've never seen him. But right. if I were to read it, and you know get all his information and we were to find out that he was unlawfully given to us what would happen
1: well i'll tell you this what happened how long do you have the mustang
3: we've had him i think for maybe going on five years now
1: okay this is what would happen what i do need you to do is shave his freeze mark just take a picture of it okay when you're mm-hmm. at your convenience, take a picture a real clear picture send me the um the picture of the freeze mark make sure you shave it from the you know it, it's it's about nine uh characters in the
2: mm-hmm. in
1: the um just shave it real good send me a picture I could tell you the the uh the history on that horse just by deciphering the code on it and, um now, if that horse is titled what I would do is I would write you a title letter, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Telling you, okay, this horse is title and this is the life history of this horse. and That would give you ownership of the horse. Now, if that horse is unlawfully transferred, you would not be in trouble. I will ask, we will uh, contact the person who gave the horse, you know, and say, okay, we found this horse, but we will keep you. We will keep you out of the loop and just contact that person, and um, okay, and go from there. Now we would give you the option if the horse is unlawfully transferred. We would give you the option, and if, it'll depend on the age of the horse. If the horse is sale eligible, we'll just tell you, okay, the horse you can buy the outright buy the horse for twenty-five dollars, so it'll be yours. We'll do a bill of sale and give you the rights to that horse. Now, if the horse is adopted and they unlawfully transferred it to you, I mean, they gave it to you and it wasn't title, we would just do a reassignment to you mm-hmm. as the adopter. Then you would be the actual adopter of the horse. Then one year from that date, you would get the title for that horse and then it's officially yours. But you as the person received the horse, not knowing will not be in trouble. It's the person that transferred the horse to you.
0: Wow. Okay. That's pretty interesting. So, I mean, it, yeah. it it's a pretty serious thing. I feel like that a lot of people yeah, it, really take it for granted or just because oh, just yeah. you can move horses around so quickly. But when uh-huh. you when you get to these protected animals, any kind of uh-huh. animal, you know, it's pretty serious consequences when you don't do it the right way. <clears throat>
1: Oh right. yeah, and I mean it's an easy process. I mean, you know, it's just basically filling out a paperwork. Now, I, I've um I've seen Mustangs. Now I don't know if you seen. We have what they call an online corral on our website on the www.blm.gov,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: people actually you know they see the color, the paints, uh, the palominos, which is my
2: favorite.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, they they bid on those horses online so there is an online bidding and um but the process used to be a $125 if you adopted you know mm-hmm. okay so i'm going to tell you i'm 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 going to introduce you all to this program that a lot of people don't really know about
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially minorities it's called the tip program it's called a trainer incentive program, mm-hmm. and what that program does is, you as a a trainer, you will send your application in to me to request and become a tip trainer through the Mustang Heritage Foundation. Now, the Mustang Heritage Foundation is a nonprofit. They are they are located in Georgetown, Texas, and they they are the ones that have you ever have you all heard of the Extreme Mustang Makeover? Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so they are the ones they conduct that. So those people are the they get their Mustang from us. So we just did two extreme Mustang makeover pickups this year. One was the first one was in Ocala, Florida in January, and we just completed one in uh Lebanon, Tennessee in February. So all right. So you can request to become a tip trainer through the Mustang Heritage Foundation. And what they do is you will show up to the event. You'll be qualified. You send your application in. We we'll say, okay, you you got the facility, hold a Mustang, and uh, I will cover the requirements. Also, uh, after I tell you about the program, so as a tip trainer, once you get qualified, mm-hmm. you will show up to the event and you will say, okay, I am I'm a tip trainer. I would like to pick up two horses. Okay, you get two horses. Now, as a tip trainer, you don't pay nothing. You just you're fostering the horse. And as a tip trainer, you will take the horse home. Your job is to gentle the animal, get it desensitized, show it how to lead, halt to break it, Mm -hmm. um, load and unload, and stand for grooming, pick up all four feet. All right. You can take it further than that if you will learn, but that's the minimum that you would have to do. Um, Once you're done with the horse, you find an adopter. Or somebody to buy the horse if it's sale eligible because there are two different ways you could do it. Once you've done that, done with the horse, and your your client signs off that they're uh, satisfied with the horse uh, trainer, you would get paid twelve hundred dollars tax free from Mustang from Mustang Heritage. They would con you would actually contact me and say, hey, the horse is done, and the person you found. To take the horse was in the application, and I prove it. Did I email Mustang Heritage saying, "Hey, Abriana or Caitlin has uh, done training this horse"? Bam, they pay you for the training. Boom, mm-hmm.
0: you're
1: done. You can you can go back and get another horse if you want to. <clears throat>
0: yeah, so you don't That's
1: have to, you don't that.
0: have to break the horse to ride. They just need to be no desensitized.
1: Desensitized. No, no. of- yeah, desensitized. You don't have to saddle break them. Nope. Okay. And, and most of the time, and at the events, we'll put the halter on for you before they even leave. leave right. Out. We'll halter them. You yep. know. Right. And that's and and, that, and that's a that's a program I haven't seen a lot of minorities involved. I have I don't even know of one um, minority tip trainer. Right. In the nation, I mean. So that's something I'm also seeking to try to get. More minorities involved in the tip mm-hmm. program' it's 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 a real good deal if if you've got the passion if you're gonna do right for the horses
0: right
1: right
0: yeah, yeah I'm right. looking on your website now, now on the corral there are so many beautiful horses on here
1: mm-hmm. yep I was just in uh I was just blessed to go to Wyoming in August. To see the other side of, you know, I'm on the back side. I I, I seen after the horses and got gathered. But I actually had an opportunity to go to Wyoming, Rawlins, Wyoming, and um up in the mountains. And we did a gather where we captured fourteen hundred and forty five horses while I was there.
0: Wow, that's a and, lot. Um,
1: and um one one band of horses they brought in was nothing but black and white paint. and I was just in shock and awe. How beautiful those horses were! Uh-huh. You know, so beautiful. Yeah. So all the yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot of beautiful wild horses out there. Sixteen hands high, blue roans, you know. So you know, I'm I'm salivating, I'm salivating in the mouth as I see these horses, because <laughs> you know I can't bring any back with me, you know. So I, all I can wait, all I can do is wait, and hopefully some of those horses will make their way down. To the east coast for adoption events cause what i found is our adopters like size and they love color you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: so they get they get those two they're gone they're out the door you know <clears throat> so we recently just came back from seriously arkansas last sunday where we did an event and we brought in about wow. 35 animals and uh 30 went out the door so that's we awesome. only sent back five. We only send back five.
0: That's pretty awesome. That's that's yeah. that's pretty cool. But like you said, you don't see very minorities at these events adopting yeah. them either.
1: Well, no, nah, I may see one or two, you know. Um, pretty much.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to get some of these cowboys out here up to the challenge.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, I'm actually. I'm over. I actually am the uh, Wild Horse and Burrow splashes over the state of Kentucky and Virginia, mm-hmm. and they're they're going to be holding the Extreme Mustang Makeover event in Lexington, Kentucky this year, uh, June 20th through the 22nd at the Kentucky Horse Park. Okay. So if you all want to come, and that that's what I would recommend people if they want a horse, a Mustang that's broke, saddle broke, riding, uh-huh. you can come there and get, and you can buy those horses at the event because they'll be auctioned off at the end. Right, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. So what other opportunities, Um. you know, you at this point you get to travel around and, you know, go on these gatherings? Wow. And- and see all these horses how would someone who wanted to do something like that kind of get in the field
1: um it's a real tight field I'm telling you I was like I said you can go on USA jobs they do internships for people who's in college you know we had a couple of interns that travel was last year Mm-hmm. They came to the events, and you can contact the Washington office at blm.gov. They do offer internships, and mm-hmm. um, and they do get to go and travel with us to the events. Yes, yeah, you know, you okay. just have to apply. Yep. Now, right. on, the, on now, here's another thing: we do have volunteers. You can volunteer, and um, you just have to simply sign up as a volunteer for the wild horse and bird program. Mm -hmm. We come to that area. You can come work with us, you know, at the event. Okay. Um, Pretty much. Um, we do have a lot of people that follow us. You know, we're, if we're in Georgia, we have people come up from Florida. Well, I mean, I have seen people from Florida come all the way up to, um, South Carolina, Kentucky, you know, just mm-hmm. to see us and work so mm-hmm. you
0: know
1: we do we do have a volunteer service program you
0: know. that's awesome that's awesome yeah. um let me think i think i guess my last question would be what do you what do you think is the biggest challenge when trying when working with this program and trying to <laughs> play
1: these courses? that was the biggest um challenge of trying to move the horses.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, whether or not it's placing them or getting them or... um,
1: Well, the logistics part is what I'm actually in the process of doing now. I'm I'm actually planning an event right now for Murray State University. They're partnering with us. They're gonna, this is something we're trying. And the most hard part I've seen is logistics of getting the facility, Getting hay, you know, vets, you know, getting everything to come together the to jail, you know, timelines is real. It's real important around here, you know, because I'm constantly on the phone, waiting for a return phone call, waiting on an email, and um, you got to get in applications to review them and approve them. Uh, uh-huh. So it's it, the hardest part is the logistics part with what, what I'm doing now in the office. Uh-huh. The fun part is being in the field when we go to the events and we get to see the, the kids, you know, interact with the public. And then we get that customer satisfaction knowing that we placed a good horse in a good home. And that's basically what our job is. That's, we're more worried about the horse. The horse is the party, <laughs> not the customer. We're we, I'm, I'm going to tell you that now. I'm more worried about the horse, you know, yeah. That's my part. Is I want to make sure I'm putting a horse, a good horse in a good home at the end of the day. Right. The end, I don't want that. I want to make sure that horse is going good. and I can go home and sleep and say, yeah, because I don't want to get that phone call. Like I did. I could get up in the middle of the night and head to Florida. You know, so, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: but the logistics part is the hard part of you know, putting it all together, putting it in together. And, um, but once you do it you you get to sit back and you know evaluate how we could have did this or some things will change and i mean it, when we go to different places we, we don't set up the same way you know we might have to configure our pens because we do set up everything we set up our own corrals we're bringing our own haltering chutes loadout chutes water tubs um tarps and everything and you know we do the whole it's like they call it the traveling circus sometime, but but, it, but at the but at the end of the day, you know, it's all about the horses. That's right what it's all about.
0: Right. Do you ever have any horses that you cannot place?
1: Yes. Um now, um some horses that you know, they I can't how, how can I put this? Uh, all right, we have what they call shipment reports.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. <laughs> and sometimes the word, they say, oh, oh, how did this horse get in that truck? This horse made the shipment, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's now in the shipment report. But it, it, it's, it's all logistic. But yes, we do have a couple horses, you know. Some people might see a sway back or it might be club for you know. And so, but well, oh, I meant to also tell you all Y'all all do y'all are you all aware that we do have two eco sanctuaries for mustangs?
3: No. No. All right,
1: there there are two. I think one is in California and one is in Oklahoma. But when a when a mustang gets to a certain age limit with us mm-hmm. and it does not um get adopted or sold each time one of those wild horses uh comes to an event it gets what I call a strike count, all right? So if it doesn't get picked up, it'll get a strike. So basically after three strikes, that horse becomes eligible for long-term holding.
2: Mm-hmm. And what
1: does that mean is that horse will get a a number, it brand, it'll it be branded on the behind, a left hip, it'll, be, it'll have four numbers on it. And that means it's qualified to go to eco, a long-term holding. That's an eco-sanctuary, and that horse is gonna go out with other horses, wild horses, and uh, they didn't make it to get adopted. And they're going to live out their life as a horse. They won't have to worry about, it. they'll be fed. They will be on um, thousands of acres of land, mm-hmm. roaming free. Won't have to worry about nobody shooting them or harassing them at all. They, yes. That's we do pretty- have those eco Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, that's you know, pretty awesome. Yeah, they they have that now they have one equal sanctuary for the gelding and they have one for the mayor. They're not mixed, so and they do allow the public to go out and look at the horses. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
3: it's now, really if you're not-
1: all, uh, and nah, I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just about to say it's really nice to hear you know that positive side because a lot of times when we think of rescue horses and what doesn't happen when they're adopted, we think oh they sent to a slaughterhouse. But in
1: this case, they're sent to live their lives as horses. Yeah, we do not send our horses. I, 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 I okay. I go ahead and say it because I cleared it with my public affairs. That's where I went to Florida to get a horse out of a kill pen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And um, we do have a problem with that. We do have problems with uh unlawful transferring. We have, and what happened is these so called kill buyers, they exploit our horses. So, you know, you get the horse for twenty five dollars and once you got it, you put it on Facebook or social media and they exploit it and they 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 raise the price by a thousand percent. So mm-hmm. you know, you basically got a twenty five horse twenty five dollar horse and that you done increased the value of that horse for about a thousand percent. And you do have people that would pay it just to get it out, but yeah. you know and that's and that's what's the that's where i come in at with the compliance and checking up on the horses you know and i we i mean even though i do a lot of talking i love the talk as you can tell <laughs> when i'm at the event when I'm, I'm long-winded when i'm at the event um that's what i'm doing i'm telling them okay i know you want this horse but you and i gotta be a team each we gotta stay connected you gotta stay in contact with me, cause I'm basically like the DHS for wild horses. You, know, you gotta let me know what's going on. Yeah, that's basically what I do. If anything, yeah. if the horse dies, yeah, if, if the horse dies, I need to know so I can enter a death record. If you right. move the horse, I need to know. So now, once that horse is yours, officially yours, you don't have to tell me nothing. Right. You don't have to call me. I don't have to call you. You know, that's basically, we're done. But I, I I still maintain that. I still maintain that relationship because I want the customer to come back. You know, they'll fall in love with a mustang and say, oh, I want another one. So it's my job to stay engaged with them, not just for that moment, you know, because uh, like I said, it's all about the horse. So I still want to know what's going on with that horse until I get that horse title. Once it's off the book, I still go back and call, say, hey, how's such and such is doing? Yeah. Oh, he's doing good. Oh, she's doing well. But um, I, I I when I'm at the events, I tell people, I know you like the horse, but here's is what you're coming up with. This is what you're gonna get. This is what you got to do on your end. You know.
0: Right. Right. You know. So this is what
1: you're gonna be held accountable for?
0: hmm you know? So yeah. so tell us tell us what you think. Um, there's this movie just came out. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Mustang. And it's about the prison system, getting these Mustangs and having inmates work Mm -hmm. with them and do some training. And I haven't watched the movie. I've only seen the trailer, but it just came out on the 15th. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that Mm -hmm. something, I mean, I know it's based on real events, but is that a component of your program? Or is that something like completely different?
1: Oh, yes, we do have the prison program. I think it's one in Hutchinson. One is in, Can. it was in Cannon City. But that is a part of our program where they do, these prisons have, they get Mustangs and they let the inmates work with the Mustangs. And that's another good avenue. Get a horse because they're gonna ride those horses every day. So mm-hmm. that that is that is part of our the BLM program. Yeah, we have a uh, prison programs.
0: And that that's pretty cool. It's so multifaceted. You know, there's so many mm-hmm. avenues for these horses to go down. um Yeah, you know, even though the need is just getting them off this land because of overcrowding. Mm-hmm. But they they can still find placement, and there's different ways that they can go, which mm-hmm. that's pretty. Yep.
1: Cool. yep.
0: That
3: is pretty now, dope.
1: Yeah. So, I know you didn't ask me, but I'm a, I'm gonna put this out, so just in case people who are hearing or they go back and listening. Yeah. You are if you are, if you're interested in getting a Mustang,
2: mm-hmm. a
1: wild Mustang hmm um, the requirements are you must be at least eighteen years old okay
2: mhm
1: um the applicant must have no conviction or mis humane treatment of a wild free warming horse or burrow act shouldn't have they shouldn't have uh we're gonna check that anyway and um the minimum requirement for the house a mustang is a twenty by twenty uh six foot uh fence. All right.
2: Mhm.
1: Um that's what that 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 minimum requirement is just until you get the animal gentle down. Okay. Now, it's six foot for it's six foot for Mustangs for the horses. Now we have we do adopt our yearlings.
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: that fence can be down to five feet and then for burros it'll be four and a half feet.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And um the shelter can be it's a it's, the shelter requirements are different for each state, but more than likely, you can have a tree as a natural shelter or a three-sided lean-to, and then you pretty much good. And then we also inspect trellis, because I'm going to tell you, I've seen some trellis pull up, and I'll be like,
2: I'm... <laughs> <laughs> my horse ain't going to uh,
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, I've seen some trellis this last event, and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> we, we can't, we can't, we can't load this. You know, we have to. We actually inspect the trailers. We go inside the trailers, make sure no protruding objects, nothing is hanging like a hay bag or anything. Because the horses are wild; they can, they can, they can hang themselves and get tangled up. And, you know, we mm-hmm. if we got plants we actually if they can take the slants out, they take them out. If they can be tied back. That's good. You know, but no straight loads. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we cannot. We we do not load straight bumper pools, no, because there is no room for that Mustang to turn around, and I'm not closing the door behind it because I don't want to be kicked thirty feet back. So right, yeah. So right, we do inspect it We do inspect uh, the trailers when they come, so to make sure they got something they can hold that Mustang and get it home. Because we do have people that haul. They go to Florida, you know some. And they got to have that room for their horse to turn around. And,
0: right, right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, yeah. I'm so thankful that you reached out and that we were able to get mm-hmm. you on the phone today. Um, mm-hmm. I know that. You
1: know, no problem. Anytime. Yeah. I'd love to come back and do it again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, hopefully we can check you guys out, um, whether it be at the Mustang Makeover, because that's not too far away in June or when you guys come down to uh Lumberton if you can make that work
1: <laughs> yeah we, 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 my um my coworker is actually you know we're in a cubicle office type deal so he's um he's not when, when I came to come to the conference room to do this he was actually on the phone calling in carolina so you know and if you all know a place that that's like a covered arena that we can go to we would love to know about it and we'll come set up because we, we try to we try to we don't try to go to the same area because we don't want to saturate the air. We try to go like um, maybe a hundred miles away or seventy-five miles. We try to do radius so we won't saturate one area one time the same every year. Right. You know, some places, some places we have to go every year because we do real good there. You know, yeah. right, so so, Ocala, ma'am. I
3: was gonna say. Um, I have a covered arena here at our farm and it's huge.
1: <laughs> wow. And, yeah. and, and what city is that? What city is that?
3: We're in Wendell, North Carolina, which is about 20 minutes from Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. What's the name of it? Say it again.
3: Um, Wendell, North Carolina.
1: Wendell. Okay. All right. Is, is it, is it a, Actually, it's is your personal covered arena.
3: Yeah, my dad. Uh, we are out here, and we have a horse farm. Um, yep, it's ours.
1: <laughs> well, Caitlin, I would like for you to send me that information and probably some dimensions of your arena, and we would love to host an adoption event out there if we're able that to. That uh, be
0: awesome. Yeah, and they bring their own and stuff, so it's not even we like. Bring,
1: uh, we, we bring everything, water tubs. Um, the corrals, the loadout shoots, the unload, the loading, unloading ramp. Uh, we bring our whole semi in and we set it up in two hours. And then we just be sitting waiting on the horses. I I, I think I think I, I, Abriana, did I, did I pronounce your name? Right? Yeah, Abriana. That's
0: right. Ab- Abriana. All right.
1: I, Abriana, I think I sent you, uh, I posted some, uh, videos to you where the horses were unloading
0: yes yes
1: Uh, yeah like I said if you go on Facebook my Facebook page you know it's not gonna look nothing like a cowboy it's gonna be me in a little suit but (laughs) follow me on Facebook follow me on Facebook and you all can go I always post videos like from the gather and I post different videos when I'm at the event and you can see the variety that we have color size you know You know, basically, you can see our whole setup. You know, Mm -hmm. we can it depend on the Caitlin, depend on the size of the arena, will be just depending on how many pins we bring or how many loads of horses we bring. You know, also, normally, we bring hmm?
3: I think it's a hundred, uh, fifty. I have to remember. Oh, I'll ask my dad.
1: yeah, just. Just shoot me an email um, where it's located at. We'll pull it up on uh, Google Maps. You know, that's, that's a good resource for us these mm-hmm. days being there. You know, that helps with our planning. We kind of, like, pull up on Google Maps and look at it. and like, yeah, we can get a truck in there. Yep, this will work. This will... And then sometimes, like, we'll, we'll just do a site visit. We'll just call and say, hey, can we come look at the arena? And that's how we do a lot of our logistics planning also.
0: That's pretty awesome. Cool. We have yeah, we cart. would
1: love. Yeah, we would love <laughs> to come up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, and yeah. even even we're going to show our horses at um, the Hunt Horse Complex in Raleigh, and that's a covered arena. Also, they have mm. they have it's an indoor arena, and then they have a covered arena, then an outdoor arena. So, but I know. <laughs> raleigh is a is a expensive place to to host stuff, is,
1: so is that like is that somebody was that the crown park is that is that the new one
0: no 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 oh, that's no, not no, the new no, no, one no, okay. oh, this okay. is by the fairgrounds uh in okay. raleigh yeah the hunt james b hunt horse complex
1: i have to look in my our file room and look Have we've been to that because we keep mm-hmm. we keep um statistical data, where we go, how we do. And we also keep the planning books right. of where we go. Now I just walk in and see if I see Riley now. That's not, that's probably another option we can go.
2: Yeah. So I
1: would, I, yeah. But I've definitely, Caitlin, I would definitely pass the information on Once you receive it, Email it to me. Mm-hmm. I definitely give it to Curtis. He's over the North Carolina and he would probably love to talk with you. And cause he's always looking for. We're always trying to plan ahead, you know. You know, yeah. we, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. We got kind of behind when the when the government shutdown happened. We you know, we lost. We got kind of um, out of the loop, you know, for about 35 days. You know, no wow. contact with people. You know, yeah, we was affected by the shutdown. So. Yeah. So we are, we're always looking for new places to go and new spaces to meet, you know, making, uh, making new, establishing new relationships and friendship with people so we can um, build every core. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get
0: these courses, some homes. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know that new AIP program dropping, you said you you looked at it, um, Abriana, and what you think about it?
0: It was it was pretty cool um I knew that there was going to be some stipulations but I felt like wow. they weren't um too aggressive simply because of the nature of the animal like it's a completely wild animal you it's, it's not like oh you're just taking some rank lesson horse and finding it at home like it's a wild animal so for those people who are like oh, I got to have a six foot fence. I got to do, do, do Like you, you clearly are not the right person because you don't understand yep. the, the gravity of what these horses there we go. Love. So yeah. I, I completely, I am, I, I think the program is great. I think the incentive sure. is nice also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once the, oh, I guess I should ask that. So, because I know some people will ask. The $1,000 that comes with adopting one to four horses, I think it said on there, is that given mm-hmm. at the beginning or at the at the end of that one year? All
1: right. I'm actually looking at the flyer. All right. So what happens is they will pay $25 for the, the adoption, the, be, the beginning of the adoption process.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. They have the, they will fill out what they call an adoption incentive agreement with the government.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: we would sit down, and go over them line by line, because this is—we tell them you have to read and initial and understand what you're signing. Right. Then they also have to fill out what they call an ac form for the banking information. All right. Because what's going to happen is, 60 days from the adoption date that you adopt the horse, the government will deposit five hundred dollars in your account. All right. Yes. If you if you return that animal or unlawfully transfer the an animal, you will not get that second $500 deposit. And once you return an animal, then you become ineligible, you know, okay. for the remainder of that year for the program.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so, then what I, so the second $500 will be deposited in your account at the end of the year. Like when your, your time is up, with the horse, mm-hmm. and you have kept the horse for a year. Uh, once you title that horse, then you would get the second deposit of $500. Mm-hmm.
0: That's,
1: that's how that works.
0: That's pretty cool. So, I mean, I know we talked about the horses a lot. So what about these burros? What kind of homes would you <laughs> feel for them? Cause I feel like I've never seen a wild, I mean, I feel like a pretty domestic donkey is still wild.
1: Oh. So.
2: What's yeah. Those things? Right?
1: <laughs> well <laughs> the burros they're they're okay, the burros are more, <laughs> you know <laughs> they are I gotta tell you, the boroughs are popular. When we when um we didn't take any burros to Arkansas and lo and behold, guess what? Everybody walked in the door and said, You got any burros? I want a burro, We didn't bring any.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: burros are popular. But they go to homes more. Some people get them as an what they call a pasture on them. I don't want to say that. You know, they just like to see an animal out there. And I got a burrow. But burrows do go to good homes. Those They they are the first ones to leave. So I would be the first one to go on the record and say, burrows don't last a whole adoption. They be gone Friday. Friday afternoon, noon, maybe 3 o'clock, all the burrows are gone. But they do go to good homes. And I just got a request because um, um, they're doing this little trainer challenges. You know, I didn't I didn't really touch bases on that part, but you know, people request, oh, I want this certain borough, or I want a yearling, Jenny. You know, those things are hard to come about because you know we have to put it in an animal order form. You know, we can't sit there. and, You know, say, I want a Palomino. Or, we right. can just say sex age. We can just basically give them a brief. We can give the facility a brief. of uh, Mares gelding between this age, you know, yeah. this many number, you know, because we can't get too specific. Because they have, you know, even though we got a lot of animals off the range land, they still got to go through a process. You know, the stallions got to be studded. I mean, gelded. The mares, the mares, if they got um, yearlings, they got to they got to wean the yearlings off. So wow. there's not just bringing them off, and we're not just bringing them off the range land, and they're going straight to the adoption. No, they're they got a process they got to go through. You know, okay. they got to get and they got to get their shots, and that's another thing. Once you adopt a horse from us, the coggins is already updated, and they already got their shot plus the booster shots when they leave off the fairground. That's awesome. They already they already got all their shots. hmm You know, so they'll be. UTD. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's one less
0: thing the adopter has to worry about. So it's it's not like it's a catch. It's not like, oh, we're gonna give you five hundred dollars, but you got to get their cockings and, and their vaccines. Oh. So that's nice. A, now,
1: nice. M- 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 hello. Yes. Oh, I thought I thought my phone cut off. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, now, being that I'm I'm talking to you, young lady. You all would be prime candidates for the tip program and what we call the foster care program. Mm-hmm. Now, the foster care means you, we will let authorize you as a foster care provider. To, if we have trouble horses or we need a horse pickup, we would call you all and say, "Hey, would you mind going picking this horse up, um, evaluating this horse and?" taking it back and we will, we compensate you for your travel and mm. feeding hay, you know, and you would fall to that horse until we can, re, to either you can find somebody or we'll find somebody. And if we can't, if you, if you can't find nobody, we can't, then we'll just come get the animal or we'll meet you and we'll do a transfer where we'll bring it back to the facility. But um. If that's something you both are interested in, I would love to see y'all the information on it. You know, it's basically just like you're becoming like a chip trainer, mm-hmm. Um but you just have to have the the facility to hold a Mustang, which would be a twenty by twenty corral, six foot panel. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It. I don't have the facility for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely I mean,
1: hold a <laughs> Uh, I, I, I saw that. I saw you couldn't even get the mini out the house. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I was rolling. I, I, I was bad for laughing at that. Day. I was like, oh, my God, that mini's giving her trouble.
0: I'm surprised he kicked. Oh, my goodness. He's a mess. A well, mess. you
3: know I'm
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, but, I know. Um,
0: Kayla like, I got a stall open. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, the bird. I'm gonna tell you, I have a, when y'all was talking about the burrows, I, I just had like a nightmare because the whole team has been waiting for me to get behind a burrow and push it, and I had to do it like two adoptions ago. And you know, burrows they kick, they real, mm-hmm. they real accurate when they kick, and I had to get behind a big burrow, and I could feel him picking his leg up, mm-hmm. but he couldn't, he he couldn't nail me because I was so close to him.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: That was, that was like, okay, well, I guess my initiation is over. now. (laughs) I'm going to push the burrow on. You know, they want, they had been, they had been waiting for me to do it. So, so long. So. Yeah. That was, that was kind of funny, but burrows, they go pretty fast. A lot of ranchers, people who got, I mean, like this is calving season. season. Mm
2: -hmm. So they'll
1: come get them. So they put them out the calves because they kill coyotes. They kill predators. uh, They -hmm. do not play.
2: Yeah.
1: They do not play. Yeah.
2: Well, thank and, and you. So the same requirement.
1: There's no problem.
0: Thank you for listening to the Uncover episode with Demetrius Sanders. Be sure to follow us on social media, and comment, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. See you guys next time.